0: It is Rumor Mill Friday. We had a lot of fun talking to some guests earlier in the week. Now we got some rumors to sift through as the Orlando Magic prepare for training camp. Why continuity is a choice for the Orlando Magic and a whole lot more on today's episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is September 22nd, 2023. My name is Philip Rossmanreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can follow me on Twitter at PhilipRR underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to talk some trade rumors. We're going to talk some trade discussions happening a week before trading camp. Two weeks before training camp, I guess. I think we're a week before training camp now. I think we can officially say we're a week before training camp now. Um, we will talk about the Buddy Healed situation. Why it makes some sense for the Magic and why it doesn't. So we're going to break that down. We'll talk a little bit about why continuity is a choice for the Orlando Magic. Um, it is something that they have intentionally done. We'll get into some comments from Jamal Mosley on that. Plus... Well, dive a little bit into the Damien Lillard mystery team. It's not the Orlando Magic, but why talking about Damien Lillard is still, you know, without me getting back into hot water like I did around draft time, is still something worth chatting about. So we're going to talk all trade rumors and all that jazz, you know, a week before trading camp here coming up in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you again for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there is a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On Magic is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash NBA or enter promo code NBA for a free water bottle with any purchase. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. We promise you. So yesterday we had our chat with Jackson Gatlin of Locked On Rockets. That was an important conversation. We got into a lot of things about rebuilding. I we're going to talk a little bit more about some of those things um, and, and, and some of the processes that a rebuild team goes through on today's episode. But yesterday, I, I didn't want to ignore it because so many Magic fans are talking about it. And they should be because a lot of things with the Buddy Healed rumor makes sense. If you are just tuning in or if you're just clicking on or you're just figuring out like what Buddy Heald, what what's going on, well, congratulations for staying off the internet. You have much healthier lives than the rest of us. Um, the Indiana Pacers and Buddy Heald were unable to come to a contract extension agreement and both sides appear to be wanting and willing to work for a trade. Um, this is humongous news. As a, I think I personally think the Indiana Pacers are going to be one of the surprise teams in the Eastern Conference. I really, really like what the Pacers did this offseason. You know, they were a playoff team last year until Tyrese Halliburton's injury. I think they did a good job uh, shoring up their depth. And frankly, the Magic and the Pacers are both teams that are on similar timelines. Maybe the Pacers are a year ahead of Orlando. They're kind of like Oklahoma City is a year ahead of Orlando. Um, you know, we've talked yesterday with, with Jackson Gatlin, of Locked on rockets. He kind of said, you know, the magic kind of had the season. The rockets are looking for this year, which again, tells you how fast the magic developed and built, um, to, to, to get ahead of a peer like Houston, but, um, Indiana, Indiana, I, I had Indiana pegged as a team that could take a pretty sizable leap this year. Um, and losing a player like buddy healed is going to hurt those chances and hurt that cause. Um, this is a, uh, you know, this is the, uh, this is a big deal because Buddy Hield is one of the absolute best shooters in the league. He shot forty percent from three last year on eight attempts per game, high volume three point shooter, a guy that can go off for big shooting night, just completely change your team. You know, Indiana had one of the best offenses in the league last year. Buddy Hield is a big reason why, and there is, as expected, a long line of teams that want to acquire a player like Buddy Heald. Before we get to age and contract, which are important considerations here, um, Buddy Heald is the kind of player that fits exactly what the Magic need. They need a shooter. They need a shooting guard. They have defenders who maybe could cover a little bit for Buddy Heald's defensive deficiencies, but this is kind of the exact player that the Magic seemingly would be trying to chase after for that two-guard spot. Now, If you read me, if you know me, I'm a big Gary Harris defender. I love Jalen Suggs, but the Magic are entering a phase of their rebuild and a phase of their development where, yes, they need to be considering, they need to be thinking about um, what is going to help them win in the playoffs. I mean, we've talked about it a ton yesterday that, and we've talked about it really a ton this entire offseason, the Orlando Magic's purpose this year, the Orlando Magic's kind of driving force this year is figuring out which players they have are going to help them win and which players are not, which players are not part of that equation. So um, this is, that the Magic at least have to begin thinking about what kind of players do we need to make what we have work and make what we have work at a higher level, at a greater level, than than where we are now. And, you know, again, we're going to talk about continuity here in a minute. Some of that is figuring out, okay, what's the baseline? Where are we actually at? Let's apply some winning pressure. Let's say, okay, we got a little taste of winning last year. Let's see how guys develop. Let's see where this team's at. Let's get to the playoffs and really figure out where our weaknesses are. That's, That's part of what this season's about and part of why I think the Magic aren't quite ready to push some chips in. The big concern with Buddy, there are two concerns besides his defense. Um, the two big concerns with Buddy Heald are his age. He is thirty-one years old, uh, or he'll be thirty-one at least. I think uh, during the season, um, which is, you know, I, I find the timeline debate not super salient. To, to be perfectly honest, um, I don't think I don't think you need players that are all the same age. I actually think that's detrimental. You want some older players. You want some veteran players to help young guys out. Uh you want you, you want, you know, you are you're, you're not gonna be able to sign everyone to big money contracts. I mean, we're worried about it here in Orlando, um, with Cole Anthony potentially going after 18, you know, 15 to 18 million dollars per year. Um, Markel Foltz is probably gonna get twenty million dollars per year in, in a new contract. The magic will have max contracts ready to go for Franz Wagner and Paolo Bancaro, and we don't know if those will be super max or not. But they you know, I don't think it I would have to take a heck of a leap to get there, but we don't know. But, you know, yes, the salary cap's about to make another big jump and make 10% jumps for several years in a row. But the Magic do have to start thinking a little bit. The, the time of free money is running out. The Magic aren't going to have just this massive amount of cap room forever. They're going to have to start being a little bit more strategic with how they spend their money. And And again, right now they're kind of looking and waiting for who the right guy is. The other part of this equation, Buddy Heald is turning down a contract. So he he, he signed a four-year, $94 million extension with the Sac- back with the Sacramento Kings. That contract was front-loaded. It started at $24 million. It's ending at 19 So before we even get into any of that, trading for a Buddy Heald is going to cost you at least a Gary Harris or a Jonathan Isaac, which, you know, if you're trading Gary Harris for Buddy Heald, probably not the end of the world, but... You probably still have to make up a little bit of cash somewhere. The Magic, I think, have some open cap space, so they don't have to make up too much. But Orlando, Orlando is a team that has the pieces to make a deal. Um, you know, again, depends what Indiana wants. Maybe you have to throw in uh, the twenty, the twenty twenty five Denver pick, which isn't going to look super valuable because it's going to be the back end. Um, you know, may, Orlando, or I mean, this is like the biggest point I want to make of the whole day today. Orlando has the trade assets and the ability to make trades for anyone. They can do anything they want trade-wise. And, you know, if you're doing a, you know, again, it depends what Indiana is looking for. Indiana's is probably looking to compete, still compete and be in the playoffs this year. So they're going to want pieces that they can use. They're going to want players that they can use. So, you know, a Gary Harris is a downgrade for sure from a buddy heel, but he's still a very effective shooter. You know, you get a first round pick, maybe, you know, again, you'll have to throw in some more money, but, a, a deal centered around Gary Harris and the Denver pick might get it done. I've seen Indiana people pitch throwing Cole Anthony into that mix. I think that's too high of a cost, personally, um, even with the questions about Cole Anthony. And on top of all this, yes, you will have to pay Buddy Heald. If you want to trade for Buddy Heald, you will have to pay for him. What he's what Indiana was not willing to pay for him is the big mystery. This He's 31 years old. This is probably his last big contract of his career. So he's probably looking for a three or four-year deal, probably looking for 75, 80 total over the course of, uh, if it's a three-year deal, certainly looking in that $75 million range, looking to get 25 million a year. And again, that that sounds like a big number, but it may not be in a couple of years, but it's a big number. It's going to sit on your books for a little bit. And so- you Know the magic, I think, have to kick the tires on it. He he's he he makes it, he's an obvious fit, he feels an obvious need. He'd help this team tremendously this year. There's no reason to think that he won't still be effective a few years down the road at that price. That's where you balk, that's where you think a little, that's where you have to think a little bit. But you also have to think a little bit because of who this magic team is. And you know Jamal Mosley was on the Hoopside podcast with Michael Scotto a few days ago. Definitely worth your listens. Fantastic, uh, fantastic look at, at, at Jamal and um, you know his career uh, and the players that he's worked with. And the dude is still just incredibly selfless. Like he's he's a coach's coach. But he made a comment about this team and the way it, the, and what they did this summer that made me really think that the continuity choice was deliberate. And it's why I don't think the Magic are super serious, at least at this juncture. You know, maybe if Buddy's still on the team in February, we'll see. But I don't think the Magic are are going to be seriously entertaining a trade. And it's because continuity was a choice. I want to dive a little bit deeper into that coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time for a quick word from our friends over at Bird Dogs. Look. We all want shorts, pants that make us look good, and that's literally all Bird Dogs cares about. They care about comfort. They care about making you look good. I've had Bird Dogs even before, uh, even before they jumped on the Lockdown Podcast Network. And I'm very happy to, to get a few more samples. But Bird Dogs pants to me are the perfect versatile, paint, versatile pant and shorts. You can wear them on the golf course. You can wear them at the theme parks. You can wear them at the beach. You can wear the pants to work. I have worn Bird Dog's khakis to work. That's how good they look. That's how comfortable they are. Bird Dog's stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. They do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. They're way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricted cotton. Bird Dog's fix the issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Plus, they use this anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. We need that here in Florida. It's still really freaking hot, although yesterday was kind of nice. I spent yesterday outside. It was very, very nice. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on NBA or enter promo code locked on NBA at checkout for a free Bird Dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on NBA for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. If there is a complaint about Jeff Wellman, and, and there are a few complaints about Jeff Wellman, but... Certainly, one of the big complaints throughout Jeff Weltman's entire tenure with the Orlando Magic, and this is dating back to 2017, 2018, um, it's been this valuing of continuity. There have been a lot of moments, there have been a lot of times when Magic fans have been, I don't want to say eager for change, but eager for upgrade, eager for this team to be aggressive, to take advantage of the position that Jeff Weltman's been put in, you know, after the 2019 season. We all sat here. Uh we all sat here and said, um, you know, after the 2019 season, we all sat here and said, okay, the Magic have something. They made the playoffs. Now it's about trying to upgrade the team. And look, he may I will defend the I'll defend the reasoning behind the Al Aminu signing. It, it was not the need that I thought the Magic should have targeted, but there was logic to it. It was just, but it was still just kind of nibbling on the edge. Um, obviously, Jeff Weltman hasn't sat on his hands the entire time. He Traded Nikola Vucevic, Evan Fournier, and Aaron Gordon all in one fell swoop to start this new phase of the rebuild that has the Magic in position to be a playoff team this year. So I don't want to say that Jeff Weltman sits on his hands too much. He does make big, bold moves. He went out and got Markel Fultz. He traded Nikola Vucevic before it was too late. You know, Evan Fournier and Aaron Gordon trades, I think a lot of people can criticize, but the Magic kind of had no leverage. The Nikola Vucevic trade was the bold move that really changed this franchise and really kind of shaped uh, shaped what this franchise is today. Um, And so, and so, you know, now that the magic are in the space, everyone is eager to see the team kind of take this next step. You know, magic fans are talking about the buddy heel trade because they see a clear opportunity to get better, a clear opportunity to improve the roster, uh, to fill a need and to, at least make some noise. I mean, honestly, like I think this is a pathology among Orlando residents as much as magic fans. I think this is a, a city thing. Um, we want noticed. We want to be noticed. You know, we don't want to be in Miami shadow or Tampa shadow or whoever shadow. We don't want to be even in Disney shadow. We want to be noticed as Orlando. And then I think that's, I honestly think that's a real thing in the city, but beyond the sociology of living in central Florida, um, The Magic, though, I think they know that we're getting close to that point. Um, You know, there's big decisions ahead for Cole Anthony, Markel Fultz. You know, the the, the free money is about to run out. Change is inevitable in the NBA. And, you know, I say this all the time. If you're not getting better in the NBA, you're getting worse. There is no standing still. And the Orlando Magic virtually standing pat with their roster is not standing still. They have young players they expect to get better. Cole, you know, Marco, uh, Cole Anthony, Marco Fultz, Wendell Carter are all still in their early 20s. Paolo ben Franz Wagner are still in their rookie contracts. They expect those guys to get better. And with them getting better, the team will get better. So it, the Magic are not standing still. But to me, continuity appears to be a very, very clear choice. Um, this decision to... Roll things back and let the roster kind of grow together it feels like something that was intentional. Jamal Mosley, like I said, was on the Hoopside podcast with Michael Scotto a few days ago. And was he was and, and Scotto asked him directly about the Magic's offseason. In, in a summer where so many things changed around the league, the Magic virtually brought everyone back. Um, the only three players they lost were Michael Carter Williams, Bull and Admiral Schofield. Schofield was, down, was Was converted from a regular contract to a two-way contract. The Magic added, you know, Joe Ingles, Anthony Black, Jet Howard. That's, that's all they did this offseason. And this is what Jamal Mosley uh, responded. He said, for us, quote, for us, I'm a firm believer in consistency and stability. We brought the same group back, adding Joe Ingles, Jet Howard, and Anthony Black. For the most part, we brought back every person that was with us who understands what we are trying to do. Now the messaging stays the same. The guys who were here before can relay the message to the guys who are coming in. For me, there's a level of gratitude for how we kept it the same. Now these guys know what to expect. They know our voices. They know what the coaches are saying. They know what they know what we were good at last year and doubled down on it and know where we need to improve. Continuity does, you know, Steve Clifford used to say there is no carrying over anything from the previous season. Everything has to get rebuilt from, from the ground up. But the speed at which you build is certainly characterized by everyone's understanding of the basic principles and precepts. And so the Magic, a team that is very, very vocal about trying to get off to a good start this year after starting 5-20 and 20 last year, They want to hit the ground running. They want to be able to build build back up quickly. And with virtually the same roster, they know what to expect. They know what the coaches expect of them. They know what they're trying to do, what the basics of what they're trying to do. And now you add more wrinkles and, and all that. Continuity then is a choice because it's there to create stability for everyone else on the roster. It's there to help all these young players feel a little bit more comfortable with the basics so that they can start getting to the advanced stuff and and the growing stuff too. The other thing Mosley said that's interesting there is that it is not just about having everyone back and, and falling back into familiar patterns. It's also okay. We brought everyone back so the expectation level for everyone raises up a bit. You all know what I'm about. You all know what we're about as a team. So now we got to, again, like they always say, level up. Now we got to take things up a notch. We got to be more efficient or proficient. Um, We got to be better. You know, again, that's, that's kind of been the phrase all all off season is just play better basketball. As simple as that sounds. Um, a whole podcast earlier in the summer about what playing better basketball means for this team. Um, the magic, I think, chose continuity for that reason. And it's why I'm very skeptical that they are going to be involved in any of these late trade rumors this off season. The magic were intentional about bringing back a lot of the same roster, about allowing all of these players another year to grow individually, but also to grow as a team, to see where that takes them and to see whether this group, as constructed or what can can make it to the playoffs and where the weak spots are so that they can go out and make the right move to add to this group. And and I think that's as important as anything. It's not about making any move. It's always about making the right move because Rob Ennigan made any move. He traded Victor Oladipo and and the draft rights to DeMontis Sabonis for Serge Ibaka. That was any move. It's always about, me. you know, the Magic traded Tobias Harris for Brandon Jennings and Ersan Aliosova. It's not about making any move. It is always about making the right move. And yes, that requires some patience and sometimes some frustration. But sometimes it—you know—sometimes that patience is rewarded. And honestly, most bad deals in the NBA are made out of panic. The Chicago Bulls wanted to make the playoffs to keep Zach Levy. so they traded Wendell Carter, Otto Porter, and two future first-round picks for Nikola Vucevic. That didn't work out so hot for them, has it? Um, the Magic are competing with the Bulls now for the same playoff spot despite making that trade two years ago. Whether continuity is going to matter or not is a mystery. You know, we think we have a good handle on what this team's going to be about and who they are because we saw them play the majority of last season. But it feels like the Magic specifically wanted to make continuity matter to try and help players grow. to to see exactly what they have. And at this stage of the summer, knowing how the Magic tend to operate, you know, they're very people-driven, they're very people-focused, knowing how the Magic tend to operate, we will see how it all plays out. We will see if the Magic take that important step. We will see how how it all shakes out at the end. Continuity for this team, though, was a choice. Very clearly, was an intentional choice. And I don't see the Magic going back on that anytime soon. Earlier this week, though, we did get word that there is a mystery team chasing after Damien Lillard. It's not the Orlando Magic, but why the Damien Lillard discussions are still important for how we talk about this Orlando Magic team. We're going to get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, it is time for a quick word from our friends over at DoorDash. Missing the syrup for your pancakes, that's the worst thing, or just ran out of your favorite coffee creamer? With DoorDash Grocery Delivery, you can get what you want right when you need it. You've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites, and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers too. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered, or we will make it right. I won't make it right, but DoorDash will make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you picked them yourself. Want even more value? You can save on all your grocery and restaurant favorites with a $0 delivery fee on all eligible eligible orders with a Dash Pass membership. With easy substitutions right in the app and best-in-class customer support, DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want it. Get 50%, that's right, 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use code LOCKEDONNBA, that's LOCKEDONNBA with two N's, at checkout. This is a limited time offer, terms do apply. That's 50% off, up to $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNBA. Don't forget, that's code LOCKEDONNBA for 50% 50 off your first order with DoorDash. We are, we surprisingly have a lot of like trade rumors popping up here this week before training camp. And um, that is very, very rare, you know. Sometimes we get some deals that get done in August, but a lot of teams like to have their training camp roster settled. Like at this juncture of the off season, you know, usually around Labor Day, most players, most teams, uh, most players are back in their home team markets. They're working out together in the training facility. They're getting pickup runs in the training facility. There's, you know, doing like little mini camps with, with some of the coaching staff. There's no direct coaching or, or required team coaching yet. That, that's, that, that comes when training camp starts. Um, but everyone is, but like most teams at this juncture, are starting to work together, starting to build those team bonds and get, and get ready for the season to begin. Um, yes, there are still some players out of town. Uh, Jed Howard was at Michigan last week for the Michigan football game. Um, you know, Anthony Black, I think was at art was back in Fayetteville, Arkansas for the Arkansas BYU game. Um, you know, Paolo Bancaro, I think is still in C I don't know if he's back in Orlando yet, but he w- he was in Seattle last weekend. He's earned some vacation. I think the Wagner brothers are still in Germany. Not everyone's in town yet, but slowly, but surely they're all starting to trickle in and get ready for training camp to begin here, uh, in a couple of weeks. And so you don't want your roster unsettled. You know, you don't want guys coming in, getting settled, and then having to ship out with very little notice right before the season begins. Like, this is the time to be a little bit more comfortable. The season hasn't started yet. You're not through the ringer. Um, no one likes to throw things for a loop. But, you know, the Sixers have shut down the James Harden discussion, but those are still hanging in the background. This Buddy Heel thing popped up. And, of course, Damian Lillard is still requesting a trade specifically to the Miami Heat. And there's been seemingly little traction there because everyone knows he wants to go to Miami and no one wants to take the risk that he'll pout and not play where he is set. Um, you know, look, Kawhi figured it out in Toronto. The Raptors got a year out of that out of that before he left for the Clippers. They got a championship out of it. So it's not the end of the world, people. Um, there, there's some reporting that there's some traction on a deal, a potential three-way deal uh, in the works now. Um, there's a report earlier this week that Damien that there is a mystery team chasing after Damian Lillard. Some people suspected that that was Toronto. There's been some people suspecting it's Chicago. Um, there's you know been some people suspecting that a three way trade with Miami, Phoenix, and Portland is in the works. Nobody really knows at this point, but we are getting to a pretty import, important inflection point. Because, you know, this could potentially derail Miami's season. Because everybody knows the heater after Damian Lillard and the players involved in that. This could, you know, certainly derail Portland's season. Because Damian Lillard might still, is probably still going to report and still going to play. But very clearly, Portland's kind of over it. You know, they they, they want to move on. Damian wants to move on. It's just he only wants to move on to Miami, which is part of the problem. Because there's no... He, Damian Lillard took away all of Portland's negotiating leverage. And that's, that's, that's the biggest issue in all of this. Um, The Magic aren't involved in this. Let's, let's just put that plain straight out. Um, You know, yes. If the Magic got, you know, Damian Lillard's the kind of player at this juncture that takes your team up a notch. He turns a very good, you know, like Donovan Mitchell did with Cleveland. He turns a good team into a great team and, and an okay team into a good team. If the Magic got Damian Lillard, they will be in the playoffs. They will be a top-six team. I have no, I would have no doubt about that. Is that the right call for the Magic? Probably not. But this is the point I want to make out of it. Um, and this is a point I made recurringly as all of these rumors pop up. The Magic are the boogeyman. You've heard me reference this a few times already this year. Um, the Magic are the boogeyman. They are the team with tons of draft with tons of draft capital, tons of movable contracts and young stars that, that a lot of teams would want to build around. The kind of team that is maybe missing that one last piece, whether it's a buddy Hield or Damien Lillard, that could make a play when they're ready. And, and I think because the Magic are so good at holding their cards close to the best, nobody around the league really has any idea of what or when the Magic are going to strike. Nobody knows. Um, I have seen reporting connecting the Magic to Buddy Healed, but a lot of it feels old. And, 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 and there was maybe an interest at one point, but who's to say about it today? Um, there's a lot of people pitching Damian Lillard trades, and it's just like, yeah, they, these work. It could happen. They're not going to, but the Magic have the capability to do all these things. And, you know, I, I don't think it's important to break down a specific Damian Lillard trade. Like, who cares what it would take to get him. It's not happening. But what is important at this point, and what's going to matter as we go through this year and what we expect will be a playoff year as we go through, you know, the summer where we expect the Magic maybe to be a little bit more aggressive or even into next year when the Magic certainly are going to be having bigger expectations and bigger bigger ideas of what they can do. The Magic are a team that is positioned to make this kind of a trade. Um, there are, you know, Everyone is monitoring Giannis Antetokounmpo at this point. And while I don't think the fit is great for the Magic, um, eh, eh, maybe it is because it's Giannis, you make Giannis fit. Um, The Magic are a team that is being discussed as, hey, this is a potential landing spot for Giannis Antetokounmpo. They have the resources, they have the assets, they have the culture, they have somewhat of the relationship with Giannis already to make something work, to make something happen. And as we're dealing with these trade rumors, and I will again always make my warning about trade rumors. I don't like talking about um, specific trade ideas or specific things, but you could put together packages like Buddy Hill, We could put together a package of a Gary Harris or Jonathan Isaac with the 2025 Nuggets pick, and then maybe one throw in piece. You know, some, the, the Pacers probably wanted to be Cole Anthony. I prefer it be Chumo KK or, or, or someone at the end of the roster. Um, you could put together these trade packages and say, Oh, Orlando actually has something to offer. They have something that can that, that, that they can give. And that's the position the Magic have put themselves in. That's where the Magic find themselves as they're looking to build, as they prepare for this next phase of their rebuild. They have all the capabilities to make these kinds of deals, to make these kinds of trades, to be factors in the bigger scheme of things, in the bigger story of the season. The Magic really can be anywhere and do anything. The question, as always, is what's the move that makes the most sense and what's the move that's going to help this team win? Again, the Magic chose continuity. That was a deliberate choice by this team. That was a deliberate, deliberate thing for this team to do. They chose continuity. They value continuity. And so I don't think they're going to make a move until it's very clear they have to, or until they are certain what player they need to add to this mix and whether this team can take that kind of pressure. I want to thank you again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You can always follow me on Twitter at Philip underscore OMD. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Tune in Himley, Google Play Spotify, Odyssey, and all of them on the football podcasts to your podcast enabled listening device. related to the Orlando Magic. Be sure to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can, you can, of course, follow us there on Twitter at OMagicDaily. Don't forget to check out my Patreon page, Orlando Magic Hub. You can find a link on my Twitter account at underscore omd, or you can go to patreon.com, search for Orlando Magic Hub, and you will find all my extra content that I'm posting up there. Especially as the season gets set to start, um, definitely check out some of the content that I have there. I usually have one free post. It's my pin tweet. It's my pin tweet, uh, I believe, on my Twitter on my Twitter page. If you want to check out the kind of content that I'm putting up there. Um, Obviously, it'll expand as the season begins. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Ross and Reich. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic.